0: Should children be banned from restaurants? Personally, I think so. And also, is Coachella turning into a food festival? Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Menu Podcast. This is a podcast about food news. More specifically, food that is newsworthy and news that is foodworthy. My name is Dave Huff. As always, I'm joined by my co-host, Josh Elkin. And today, for the first time ever, we've got ourselves a guest host. Ladies and gentlemen, from Food Beast, our good friend Eli. Eli, say hello to the internet, please.
1: Hi! You guys caught a wild food beast. Congratulations!
0: We did catch a wild food beast. What's the reward for that? A really the, get,
1: subpar podcast. As a I was going to
0: say no. We get to, no. We get to keep him. He's ours now. He's ours forever. We oh, take you with us everywhere Ooh. we go now. Uh, this it. is this is a really cool podcast because not only is it now international, but it's like now fully in three different locations, and that's cool because the internet lets us do that. The future lets us do that. So I guess the yeah, future is now. We did thanks it, guys! Future. Um, thanks, future.
2: Thanks, internet. Which, by the way, before we get started with these amazing topics, hit us. Do you think the internet messed up by calling it the World Wide Web because no one calls it the World Wide Web anymore? Well, they tried.
0: they tried. They to, tried to. They tried to get the branding going behind World Wide Web, and they just seemed to drop that WWW pretty quickly. Yeah. We've talked about it on this podcast many times, Josh. People like being lazy. They like to yeah. facilitate doing fewer things. So the moment they were given the opportunity to not type the HTTP or the WWW, <laughs> they're like, nah. They got nah. rid of them both. They got rid they're of them like, both. like, just
2: foodbeast.com. Foodbeast.com, straight out. <laughs> okay. Let's, let's, Let, I, this is a very good you know, list of topics today, guys. I'm very, very excited about it.
0: Josh, take us into the first one, bro.
2: Okay. Um, the first topic on the docket of foodworthy News and Newsworthy Food is soda tax. Taxing soda. Explain, please. So it's a really interesting uh, topic of conversation. It's uh, geared towards not only uh, helping people in need, but also making the world a better place and healthier place for all of us. Hmm. Uh, it says here on this article that I found on foodandwine.com that soda taxes are gaining traction across the country, uh, mostly the U.S. for now, um, and it's it's basically uh, it's basically taking a penny per ounce on any beverage that, ha- that adds caloric sweeteners, so artificial sweeteners hmm. like stevia. Am I pronouncing it correctly? Stevia stevia stevia. Yeah ever. Um, and it's really interesting because it says here that the revenue would go fund educational programs for children like Care for Kids, which provides child care for low-income families. So not only are they, it's not like a tax to gain more money in the pockets of politicians or anything like that. It's more to gain money to put towards people who might not have the means uh, that other people have. I
1: like the thought. I like
0: the thought. Yeah, it sounds to yeah. me like they wanna like they've done it before and we, we had mentioned this before that uh you know it's kinda like cigarettes, right? The tax on cigarettes. It's yeah. it seems that it's more in the interest of let's people really like to be unhealthy. It's one of our favorite things. No matter how many times people are told, don't do this because it's bad for you, they're like, Oh yeah? <laughs> Let me show you. I'm gonna do this a lot, like more than I should. And I, I feel like they need Things like uh, a soda tax or, uh, you know, I, I see somebody, uh, one of our friends mentioning that um, there's now sugar taxes that are being uh, implemented or at least uh, proposed. You know, it's because people just they need that little bit of encouragement to convince them not to be terrible.
2: Yeah. And, it's, and in this sense, it's, it's really all about the kids, right? It's all about the kids. Yeah. <laughs> I, I hope it. I
1: hope it. I hope it comes with some sort of of literacy or some sort of education on just oh, Pepsi's a little bit more expensive. I hope. I hope it comes with. You know, that's the whole point, right? Is is I think cigarettes. It took so many years to convey that it was shitty and bad for you. Um, and then even over time, it still didn't matter to certain people that it was bad for you. It was still consume cigarettes, it got a little bit more expensive. They're like, oh fuck it I still need a cigarette. I'll do it. I'm so, doing it anyway. Yeah. You know, I'm gonna do it. And I think the same thing's gonna happen with sugar, but if, if I think what our the new generation has at their advantage is hopefully they're getting more knowledge about it. Hopefully they're getting more oh this is actually what happens with this kind of sugar versus this kind of sugar and diabetes is a real thing, heart disease is a real thing, as opposed to just making sunkist more expensive, I hope that there's a level of literacy that comes along with it for those kids. Because um, I think that's the one thing that we do have at our advantage nowadays is, well, we make fun of kids being dumber and having more knowledge.
0: Lamborghinis, you need the knowledge instead. Yeah. <laughs> and I think Eli just froze at, like, the perfect moment right there.
2: for a water. There he is.
0: <laughs> no, I agree with
2: you, Eli, on what you're saying there. Like... On one hand, we think of kids now being super distracted, always being in front of a screen on their phone, whatever it may be. But at the same time, maybe they're becoming a little more educated and programs like this, like the Soda Tax, is helping that. Because like I was saying before, not only is it going to charities like Care for Kids, but it's also like this was implemented in Philly. And by doing this tax they're implementing it says here over 2000 pre-kindergarten spots for low-income families now dave's about to have twins shout out to dave having twins and i I know this from from uh from my (laughs) my brother has a newborn and my sister uh, i have a little nephew and it's really hard to get your kids into daycares and into pre-k uh like programs and it's not because it's just hard to get them into it. It's hard because there, there's not enough of them. So, that's another thing that, for example, Philly is is putting into effect. That's pretty cool, also. Just off of a tax off sugar, you know?
0: Yeah, I think it's really smart. Yeah. I think that uh, the learning curve for human beings is entirely too steep uh, for just everything with, with their lives. Uh, even though we have the access to information, we, turn to, we tend to turn away from those facts because it tends to be easier. And so sometimes you have to hit them where it counts. And in this case, it's in their pockets. Because people yep. love their pockets so, so much. So if you could take away their pockets. They also love soda. Then maybe. So they much. love cheese. <laughs> they love it.
1: Great piece. Where do not you draw good. the line? What was it, Josh? I think you mentioned where they drew the line in terms of what uh, drinks are considered a soda,
2: versus what's not. Let me just look. Th- I look through this. Is it is, is it a soda?
0: Well? I feel like is any is just anything with uh, of uh, like carbonation to it. But you know, you probably shouldn't just include that. Somebody else was saying in this article that like they should probably start to look at it for for things like fruit juice or whole milk. You know those can be kind of bad for you too. Yeah, I actually
2: just recently read up on uh, like low-fat dairy, for example, like a low-fat half and half for your coffee. There's so much sugar in that oh, just yeah. to make it low-fat.
1: I would pick any orange juice at random in a supermarket, and I guarantee you'll have equivalent sugar to the soda that we're we're banning there. Um and the idea is that like there's an intrinsic idea that there's a little bit of 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 vitamin in your serving of orange juice, but I guarantee you it's negligible to the the offset of the sugar that's being put in there. Yeah. So that
2: yeah, again, that's just
1: literacy of understanding why it's okay to ban and add you know add taxes to it, but let's let's understand why so they can also be like maybe turn that orange juice label around and look at that too and maybe go. S- so the next thing and, – and actually, if we're getting people to look at labels, I think that's at least uh, – we're, we're already there. People are looking at labels now. Um, but I think that's the next key step is, is just understanding what we're putting into our bodies.
0: Yeah, I completely agree. I think that's a great point. People need to be – Way more conscious and need to actually care about themselves that much more because that other thing that you don't you don't like I, you, I've heard it mentioned before but you don't ever really dive into it is the effect of the unhealthy person to on society. It's not just like that they're harming themselves. It ends up translating into you know I mean more more so in Canada with our healthcare system. Sorry, I uh, don't want to brag or anything, but you know that's a thing the thing that taxpayers <laughs> are fire. paying for. That's the thing the taxpayers yeah. are paying for. That's the thing that's going to drive up insurance costs in the states. Um, People don't even think about that.
2: Sure. Yeah. Interesting. Soda tax. Things got got so much more real.
0: real. It's it's not just about not drinking soda anymore. There's so many more real aspects to it. Well, so, all right. So we agree then. Soda tax, it is. I feel good.
1: uh, Yeah, I feel good about it. Baby
0: steps. Yeah, baby steps. I like it. Okay. Well, that takes us to something that's totally unrelated, but equally alien fruit okay. flavored cheese oh fuck that
2: <laughs> you're so passionate you're so passionate and oh, again and against this fruit flavored cheese concept
0: oh my god fuck but it back to i whatever i, f- I think i am too do you, so let's let's start let's start with the basics here uh, guys what are your <laughs> thoughts on cheese
1: i i love cheese is that what
0: <laughs> love it cheese fantastic fruit also awesome. fantastic yeah, sure. Also fantastic, fruit flavored cheese could probably burn in the fiery pits of hell, as far as I'm concerned.
2: Yeah, and we were we were we were chopping this up before. Like, <clears throat> this is th- so basically what this is. It's a fruit infused cheese stick,
0: like oh one my of those God, uh, what? cheese
2: string. It looks like one of those cheese string sticks that are fruit flavors. Not to be confused with like a like a slab of goat cheese that has blueberries mixed Mm. in, or even you know like a a brie like a baked brie with apples on top of it that's not what we're talking about because that has different textures and are separated and you know you could definitely differentiate that in your mouth this is this is like fruit punch cheese
1: it's another (laughs) stick of sugar i mean look at the did, did we even talk about what 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 the item actually is. It's imagine just string cheese in a package and they're themed to different kids cartoons. Like the, the one I'm looking at is a prime punch from, uh, from uh, like the Optimus prime from transformers. And it's a fruit punch flavored string of cheese like this. It's not, it's not they're They're so far off from fruit. Fruit punch. Isn't a flavor. It's the
0: furthest thing from from fruit. It's the least. No, it's not. It's it's fruit adjacent
1: flavors like it's not, it's not it's the dumbest shit I've ever heard of and, and fruit now, punch is like it, if
0: you take like all the popsicle flavors and melt them and just put it in a put it in yes. a can a, a container just drink that that's fruit punch there's nothing exactly. to do with fruits
1: I mean so their benefit that the article I'm reading here says that they only each serving looks like it only contains one to two grams of sugar um, and it only yeah only so that's 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 not bad. It's a lot less than I thought it'd be, and it says they're using stevia, cane sugar, and honey, which uh, I would hope this is – those are all pretty natural, I was wholesome ingredients.
0: I say, yeah, not that processed.
1: Sure, sure. Um, but still, fuck it. Fuck it to oblivion. Can we cuss on this <laughs> podcast, or is that too late? Yeah, yeah
0: you're good. I you're love
2: fine. swearing. It's my favorite thing. I mean, I might get flagged <laughs> by the new YouTube uh, situation, but whatever. I'm, I'm looking to get that. At we, you know, one, we deserve it, You
0: get good exposure when you get a, when you get one flag. That's at it. Least one.
2: Here, beyond all that, I mean, we haven't even taken in the fact that it's called cow candy, which in my mind is not flavored cheese, cow candy.
0: It's mm. cheese-flavored candy. <laughs> <laughs>
2: exactly. Totally different thing.
0: Fruit I just hate that they're cheese, taking something – They're taking something that I love so much, which is cheese. Like, think if you just really just take out the flavor or what you eat cheese with, Josh, for yourself, and and Eli, for you too, like the cheese pull is such an important part of your businesses. How dare they? How dare they try and tamper with that? And they're not even giving love to all the other cheeses, they're only doing it with Monterey Jack. Is Monterey (laughs) Jack such a hopeless cheese that it needs that much assistance? There's
2: a reason they're only using Monterey Jack. Monterey Jack's not even really a cheese, you know? Like, what, what is, is Monterey Jack?
1: Will this melt, Josh? I think this actually could help you, because you, you're, like, famous now for your uh, throwing this, like, multicolored cheese into a grilled cheese sandwich and doing, like, an adult pull. They have the cheese already pre-colored for you.
2: That's Listen, cool. <laughs> don't pretend like I haven't been running this through the my, my stupid brain and thinking of really interesting ways to use it. Like... Remember that time I made the? uh, Remember that time I made the pesto stuffed cheese stick? Yes. Yeah, I remember that. that with this.
1: Boom. Bread these things, and now you have different colored mozzarella sticks. Amazing. Uh, Okay. And and how slowly turning the tide?
0: But how clickbaity is Optimus Prime grilled cheese? Oh. Especially with the new. All you need is these cheese strings in between two pieces of bread. (laughs) (laughs) That's so good. That'll get all the views. You're welcome. You guys can enjoy that one.
1: I think the, I think my little pony is on they, they did a good job of really going after the kids on this one. I mean, it's just yeah. a bunch of different absolutely so my children, little pony is, yeah.
0: Children walking through a grocery store are going to trip and be like, "I want that, mom."
2: <laughs> "No, mom, I want that." <laughs> I just I just can't picture or like I can't fathom the flavor profile of Monterey Jack cheese with fruit punch because Monterey Jack cheese is like it's kind of like a Colby Jack where it's just basically mozzarella and cheddar combined, you know, but it's mm. I, th- I think Monterey Jack is a little bit more like flavorful than a mozzarella, which doesn't really have that much flavor. So that mixed with fruit punch is is messing my mind up a bit.
0: Yeah. It's- any of them, any of them, the honey, the uh, what's the other? They have orange, strawberry, like none of these flavors need cheese or vice versa.
2: No, no so grape, grape cheese. What?
0: It's yeah. stupid. The
1: founder of Cow Candy says, while the playful colors and flavor combinations may be surprising to adult palates, we've seen firsthand how quickly even the pickiest little eaters will gobble this sweet savory Yeah, snack of
0: course. Up. It's marketing and packaging.
1: They're killing it. It's it's it, it's so I wish they had done something other than Jack, you know, introduce kids to a, a new kind of cheese. If you're gonna yeah. put it in a in a stick form that they're already familiar with, the kids love – they kids love stick flavored things like stick shaped <laughs> things. You know what I mean? We learned put that it in it's a super stick, bad. and
0: kids will buy it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, seriously,
2: paqui po- and string cheese and churros. You know, all yeah. the
1: best foods are shaped like sticks and dicks. You know what I mean? <laughs> so.
0: I'm going to quote that. Everything is (laughs) phallic. When anybody asks me, so what do you think of the state of the food world these days? Well, actually, as a matter of fact, everybody knows that the best foods are shaped like sticks and dicks. So.
1: Yeah, <laughs> we're, we're in a good place. That's going to be the whole, like, the, there's going to be a show on Food Network that Josh is going to host soon. That's Sticks all, and guys. dicks? Sticks and dicks. It's called Sticks
2: and Dicks. <laughs> too soon, too soon. <laughs> all right, oh, well, so uh,
0: forget this cheese. I never want to see it ever again in my life. I'm not yeah. going to lie. If I ever
2: see it, I'm buying it and trying it. I can guarantee you that. You would. You're yeah, such of course a you would.
0: Yeah, you'll try anything. You're like, you're you're actually, I'll give you credit for that. You really put yourself out there, Josh, and you try a lot of crazy things that I would never try. I mean, come on. But did you order a hot dog from Costco yet? That's what I really want to know.
2: Not yet. I haven't, actually. Uh, Are you kidding me? That no, might be too basic. Delivery. Del- what, are you delivery. The, hot, the Costco hot dog is the best it's hot dog amazing. on the planet. It really but is. But not just that. It's yeah.
0: the value. The $1.50. Co- we could talk about We've talked about it on like seven different podcasts. But more importantly, we had talked about on this podcast a few episodes ago how Costco is doing delivery. And I was saying Josh just needs to go to random events and just like be like, nah, the food here sucks. I'm getting my own hot dog. <laughs> and have <how> Costco come feed me a hot dog. It's That's the a Costco Invader show. <laughs> Awesome. Um, so up next is uh, a, a little thing called uh, a hashtag uh, Nugs for Carter, and this is about Wendy's. Again, Wendy's has been making mad waves
2: in social media, which, as we all can agree, is super smart. But right? do they get
0: to take credit for this one?
2: I think so. I think so because no one's that no one's being like like what's this guy's name even I don't even know but no one's being Carter. like. Yeah, no. <laughs> it's the there hashtag
0: Nugs for Carter.
2: <laughs> yeah, but no one's being like, yo, Carter's so sick. He got this many retweets. They'll be like, no, Wendy's is so sick because this is what's happening. And I, this I guess, is the kid's name.
0: So let's explain what happened here. Uh, 18, what is he, 18-year-old? Is he an 18-year-old? 16. Uh, does it even 16, matter how old this Reno, kid is? 16-year-old from 16 Reno, Nevada. From Reno, Nevada, he says, he tweets at Wendy's saying, hey, Wendy's, how many retweets? Yo, Wendy's, how many retweets for a year of free chicken nuggets? And Wendy's... The, the balls on Wendy's to reply 18 million retweets. So Carter th- <laughs> says to himself, "Challenge accepted, Wendy's." Actually, he even, he even went one step further and said, "Consider it done." This
1: the guy, balls let's on go, these people, Carter, let's Go! He, said, he took the challenge in open arms. I love it.
0: And now I he's at like it. almost three million retweets because people are like, "Yeah, I want this kid to win." Um, I gotta I be honest.
1: I didn't know this story was about a, a completely healthy child named Carter. <laughs> when I saw it trending, when I saw it trending, I was like, oh no, Carter, Carter's gonna, gonna fall ill of leukemia or something, and we're really <laughs> rallying him into the finish line because <laughs> he loves Oh him. my he's god, nuggets.
0: no. <laughs> no, he's fine. He's fine. He's, he's just good. a kid okay, that was like, you know good. what, I'd really like chicken Amazing. nuggets and my mom won't buy them for me enough, so I gotta go out and get them myself. <laughs>
1: This is an enterprising kid. I'm so glad this is happening to him, and I hope he becomes a trillionaire. I <laughs> so, don't hope that. But I, I hang hope, on. I, that's, he makes... I was
0: going to say that's a huge leap from a, a year's much. supply of chicken nuggets to a trillionaire. <laughs> he does
1: He does deserve a year's worth of, of chicken nuggets. The trillionaire thinks a little too much. There's a lot of serendipity here. This, this kid reminds me of the kind of kid that – it talks to one of you two who have had some sort of uh, have had a level of success in what you do. It's like yo, put me on, son. Yo, <laughs> yo, uh, let's let's, let's bi- slide into my DM. Let's build. This I'm is ready what to this blow kid this is up. doing. <laughs> but he did it. He did it to Wendy's, and Wendy's actually why, why you got to give Wendy's credit is they went out and said, you know what? Go ahead, let's build. You got to hit 18 million retweets first.
0: Let's see. It's really let's crazy, see it. by the way. And, it's, and that's and it's, I think it's the the most-
2: it's, it, it's more. it's it, No, sorry.
0: No, you first, Josh. I swear, it's, you first.
2: It's six times the, the retweets of the most retweeted thing, which was 3.3 3 million retweets from Ellen DeGeneres.
0: Now, yeah, you remember that Oscar photo? That was a crazy picture. Yeah. This kid I, may get more retweets just by asking Wendy's for a year of free chicken nuggets. That's more popular than all of those celebrities from the Oscars in that selfie picture. That's wild. Right? This is
1: amazing. Yeah.
0: So I, somebody, had, somebody had crunched the numbers on, like, what that is, what the value is, and I don't have the exact numbers in front of me, but they overvalued a retweet by, like, a couple of hundred percent, and just the gall, Wendy's being like, yeah, all right, this is how valuable we are, and this is how valuable our chicken nuggets are, to overshoot... Like that's a lot of retweets. I feel like they could have just what's Wendy's best best tweet? Uh, all their retweets. Even when things were popping up uh, popping off Josh when we were talking about uh that guy that tweeted about their their patties not being fresh and they were like, "Nah, they are." That was the one. And, that was the but one. But that that got, like, that got you know, what like 6-700,000 retweets at the time. I don't know what they're at now, but I imagine that they're was- pretty I imagine they got to be pretty close. Uh, Here's the thing
2: with with this: there's no time limit. Number one, so this guy no. can like keep going until he hits 80 million. It could and be At this now. moment, right now, uh, almost oh, exactly a week after he tweeted it, it's at 2.7 million retweets. <laughs> That's insane! Yeah. Holy cow! God bless him. This is this is nice. This is this is a
1: a hero, an underdog story. going yeah. to Get his
0: nugs. I, yeah. my point and is I know, just I I just feel that Wendy's was maybe a little greedy by saying 18 million. I feel like like come on, give the kid a break. Set the bar high, even even surpass the most popular uh, tweet of all time this Oscar picture 3.3. Go say 4 million retweets. Okay. But make it somewhat attainable. What does it cost them a year a year's worth of chicken nuggets? A couple thousand bucks? Them?
2: Yeah, a couple them thousand. it's costing them I mean, he, that's the question is, what is a year supply? Is it one order a day? Is it yeah, unlimited let's say, let's orders? Say let's say it's one order a day. So it's it's a
0: dollar for six nuggets, is it? Yeah. Oh, they're, oh their cost, right? Their cost, or is that no. actually on the dollar no, value menu? Dollar. So what? It's like forty you know, cents, forty to well, fifty the, cents.
1: The thing is, though, a realistic follow, a realistic retweet number or real realistic retweet response from Wendy's wouldn't have been savage enough savage enough for them. I I think the idea of presenting oh if you hit you know a million retweets we got you I think a million retweets would have still had the same pizzazz. Uh, once you get into a seven-digit retweet. The problem is I don't think there are 18 million active users on Twitter anymore. I don't think you can hit
2: <laughs> Shots that fired. number. Shots fired. Which
0: is... <laughs> but no, I'm that's just, a great I'm just, point. I'm just, I'm just hating. I think that's you a know great what, you point. Know I, don't, name- I don't think it would have gotten as much attention if it wasn't uh, an over-the-top number. You're right.
2: Yeah, I agree with you uh, with that. The interesting thing here is, uh, and you guys know this, usually the likes to retweets are more on an average tweet. Like you usually get more likes than you do retweets, right? Yeah. This, this one has almost four times the amount of retweets to likes, which I think is really interesting. Wow. Right? Yeah. 677,000 likes to 2.7 million retweets.
0: It's impressive. yeah.
2: Car- Carter's enterprising though. Now he's he's he's
1: tagging uh Conan O'Brien, Jimmy Fallon, Ellen Yeah, Joe, yeah. Like and he knows, has a website he knows what he's and he se-
0: and he sells merch. He sells merch now. You can Shut go up. to his you can Nugs go to his Carter. website. <laughs> you, you can go <laughs> to his right website, and you can buy What's Nugs this? for Carter shirt. <laughs> you got get What's a coffee this mug? Look like? oh it's not it's gosh. not it's not good. It's not particularly good, but oh, I'll hand like it real. to him. I'll hand it to him. It's it is real. It is real. You could buy it. You could order stuff. He did it. But My favorite part of this whole story is how the CEO of T-Mobile jumps in a couple of days later and says, Hey, Carter, sorry you have at and Switch to T-Mobile, and I'll give you a year of free Wendy's chicken nuggets myself plus more. Seriously. Do you want to talk about shots fired? T-Mobile taking shots at at and as part of this whole Wendy's fiasco for no reason. No, that's opportunity cost right there. He's like he sees it like I I see somebody making moves here, I want in.
1: I love why. I, I didn't even realize that I forget that when you take a screenshot, the, the retweet itself is a screenshot of of the whole the phone. conversation that he's having with Wendy's, and you see at the top that it's AT&T as is, is the carrier. I didn't even make that connection <laughs> until now. Would have been even more baller as if the percentage on the phone's battery was down to, like, 1%. So, you're like, this dude's throwing one last Hail Mary before it's This phone is phone all he's dies. got.
0: After <laughs> this, he's done. He doesn't even get to use the internet anymore. <laughs> oh, Somebody find Carter, because awesome. 23% isn't a lot. Somebody find Carter and give him an update on this project. He, we need to know how he's doing. <laughs>
1: Oh, let's That's let's good. start a new one. God bless Carter on that. Let's. Uh... God bless
0: Carter. <laughs> He's an angel. He's just an angel. Oh
2: man, this well, is good great. Well, good for
0: good for Carter. I'm I'm with him. I support him wholeheartedly, and I really wish him all the chicken nuggets in the world.
2: The real troll move would be for McDonald's to swoop
0: in and be like, "We got you, <laughs> McNuggets." What do you forever. want an inferior nugget for? Don't you know how good McNuggets are? Plus, our sauces. And then Chick Fil A gets down. He's like, "No, you want to talk sauces? We've got sauces." That's he That's that's what Carter's not doing. He's not pitting the fast food restaurants against one another. That's the move. Oh,
1: Dan Carter is really enterprising because then he, then Wendy's can put him on payroll. And just tell him to be like, hey, you know what? Because the worst thing that could happen to McDonald's is if they co- go into Undercut and and offer him those 18 million nugs. Then, or the 18, well, however many. For like 17, nuggets, 15. Yeah, whatever. What, but then what if, what if Carter's like, yo, fuck McNuggets. Fuck Chick-fil-A. <laughs> that shit's ass. Like, he has all the power to decide what nugget our generation is going to enjoy. This is all on Carter Wilkerson's hands.
0: They're going to hire him. They're going to hire him to do PR. It's all, all of it is a guerrilla marketing tactic. Brilliant maneuver. Yeah. Brilliant. Yeah. yeah. I like it. Very, very cool. That takes us to another topic that is completely unrelated and very strange indeed. Um, this is from, the, hey, Eli, this is from your site. Yo, okay. You got a website, man. Shout out to Food <laughs> Okay.
1: We're sourcing here. I
0: like it. Shout out to Food Beast and,
2: uh, and Izzy over at yeah. Food Beast for writing great articles. Yep.
0: This By article the way, we is shout about. shout you out
2: every time we steal your articles and try Yeah, talk about yeah. It. Well, we, I mean, I love, gonna... it. I love it. I love it's it. The least, yeah. It's
0: the least we could do. <laughs> um, oh, this man. is about whether or not people hate children. And <laughs> <laughs> I think when you break it down, at the end of the day, people ultimately do hate children. <laughs> Children in public places really suck.
1: Yeah, this is true. This is true. What's so, a restaurant, story, North,
0: What's uh, a story? restaurant North Carolina has decided that it's enough. It's enough of these kids. <laughs> <laughs> and kids of five years in age, uh, of age or under are now banned. And you would think that some people, you know, there are parents that are very passionate. I love my kids. I My kids are my life, and I don't ever want to not be able to bring <laughs> my kids with me wherever I go. Turns out business is booming. It's actually paying off for them quite well. Hmm. The uh, question
2: is, do you, do, you, do you go and seek out a restaurant that has that rule? Or is it just like, oh, I was coming here anyways. Uh, thanks for the upgrade.
0: You know? <laughs> <laughs> you just took oh, this restaurant and made it way better, thanks. Yeah,
1: <laughs> I, I love that. You go to a restaurant that you didn't know and, and right outside there's a bunch of kids chained up and you're like, yeah, this <laughs> restaurant's on the up and up but
2: these little kids. There was oh, a restaurant think, There's a restaurant back put- <laughs> in the day. In Montreal, Dave, uh, you know the restaurant. It's called Casual Sport, which in direct translation is uh, the sports sport cage. cage. <laughs> uh, and <laughs> in the sports very cage, very imaginative so translation. I made you a picture, in the basement there was like a almost like a a separate restaurant just for kids, where you can like color. There was crayons was and a little kitty donkey and stuff like that. There's a daycare. But, like, it wasn't a daycare. It was was just like, okay, the adults are going to eat upstairs where there's sports and beer, and the kids are going to go draw.
0: To the kitty dungeon.
2: That's cool. I like
0: that. Okay. Well, these guys, Caruso's in North Carolina, took it one step forward and said, nah, we don't even, honestly, we're not going to spend the money on a kitty dungeon. We're going (laughs) to just kick them out. (laughs) (laughs) So, but what do you think about this? What do you guys think? Have kids ever been so annoying to you that you can't even stand to be in the restaurant?
2: Yes. Yeah, absolutely. I I feel
1: weird about it though.
2: I feel weird about it. Do you feel weird about it or do you feel weird about it for feeling weird about it?
1: No, 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 no. Here here's here's where I sit. Um I sit at my desk right now. Uh (laughs) I one I fucking hate. I hate kids. I think they ruin the experience for the paying adults that are there. Let's say you're you're gonna pay top dollar, you're you're at a place, you're paying forty, fifty bucks a dish. And you know, there's a screaming kid next to you. Fuck that. You're on a good date. It just it just ruins the experience. It's bad for the chef. It's bad for the proprietor. It's bad for everyone that's trying to give you, give you an experience. There are places for your kids, and they are Chuck E. Cheese. Um, but on the other end of the coin, where I feel bad about it is if we don't let a child under five, or even a child under 12, or a child under 18, potentially experience dining at that level they miss out on something they miss out on the potential you know cuisine the potential culture and what do we want to keep funneling our kids into Chuck E. cheeses and then that's their palate and that's their demeanor where they just continue to scream and throw coins at machines and smell like socks like that's the, she, she the ultimate so ex- that's the ultimate extreme i yeah. feel so
0: they're bad they're I, bad pizza that's all they have that's all they eat
1: yeah yeah so that's that's where I feel I, I feel like fuck kids on one end, but at the at the end of the end of the day, like I don't want to throw them into this wormhole where they're not allowed at fine dining establishments because they should see how people could be eating and how people could be enjoying themselves and sitting and behaving. Um, I, I think it's more on the parents and then also just understanding your child. so it's I, I think you should ban the parents. I think you should just tell them to get the fuck out and, and if the kids are, are like, yeah.
0: And that, was the, that brings me to my point is that I don't want to necessarily prevent certain parents from having that same experience. You know, they don't, they don't necessarily get the chance to go out all the time or maybe they can't find babysitters, whatever it is. If they have the opportunity and they want to go to a restaurant and they want to rock it, I don't want to take that away from them. But at the same time, like, take care of your kid. And if you know that your kid is going to be a huge disruption, then it's it's time for you to go on. Your, and there's so many parents that don't. There's so many parents that are like, my kid's an angel. Lady, your kid is upside down hanging from the chandelier. His pants are not on anymore. <laughs> <laughs> or like this is a problem, and I feel like that's that's the big difference here. I think that this is taking the responsibility away from the parents and putting it on the restaurant. The restaurant has to clean up its act, which isn't fair. The restaurant just makes good food, or maybe they don't, but you know they just make a good experience that people want to enjoy. You can't take that take that responsibility from the parents.
2: Sure, sure. All all valid points, and I and I gotta say, you guys. Are really making my mind go on both ends of the spectrum here because I agree with you, Eli. Uh,
0: fuck kids. Sorry, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> no, listen. Um, like right now I'm saying the same thing, but I may be singing a different tune soon enough. I'll let you I'll check back in. I'll let you guys know. <laughs> but on the flip
2: side, you're right. Like like these days, kids there are kids that are developing their palates at a lot more of a younger age. Like I know this kid that's eating stinky cheeses and uh, fermented meats, whereas, and he's, and the kids like seven, which I would never happen. I didn't eat anything outside of chicken nuggets and french fries till I was like 14 years old. Now, right. I, the only thing I don't eat is tuna from a can. So I agree with what you're saying. Like, is this gonna prevent kids and, and further push them down this wormhole of eating at Chuck E. Cheese's and just sh- kind of crappy food? Or as a soci- society, are we gonna educate the kids not only on developing their palates, but how to be in a restaurant. Because let's face it, how often are you at a restaurant where there's a grown-ass adult that's
0: acting totally like a jerk? Ridiculous? You know, you know I didn't even true. think true. of that aspect. It happens is that all how the time. Kids, so, Is that like one of the main influences in kids learning how to not be jerks? Their parents. No restaurants.
2: <laughs> it's very possible. Come on, it could be. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Very, okay. very well just possible. how to
0: behave in public. How to behave in public, how to how to be a real human being. That's true. Yeah.
1: I mean, I oh, feel well. bad when I go out to eat and we're going with like uh like a bunch of food food Instagrammers, right? And we're at a dark, nice restaurant, and here they are. Like we have flashes. in the restaurant going nuts. and there's flashes, there's lights that are being diffused by the white tablecloth. And you know that sucks for the people right next to us that are paying for their meal. Um so I mean I, I think there's I think it comes with the with the balance there, um, but I mean, I, I don't necessarily. I think I want to applaud this restaurant if they want to ban kids that are ruining their experience. It's it's their restaurant. I, I say I say run it.
0: I, I support agree. them as well. Be- it is their restaurant. They could do whatever they'd like, but it does raise the interesting question of what gets banned next. And, yeah, and sure. you just, I think you just said it, Eli, does that there, I, there will almost definitely be at some point in the future, a, a restaurant that does not allow phones, does not allow taking of, of pictures of food. If it doesn't already exist. I don't know. Maybe it does. It I seems like to it me does. That, it does. Right. There's got, it's got to like be,
2: it has to, because, because as one of those people, I sometimes I'm just like, ah,
0: I've got a dirty picture. Before. I've got yeah. people being like, this guy sucks. I don't care about his Snapchat at all. Put it away. <laughs> I went to this really fancy sushi restaurant last week, uh,
2: very much a, on the lines of like a Jiro type of uh, sushi restaurant, which if anyone knows, uh, it's you sit at the counter, you can't really ask for anything. It's one price, they feed you, you leave, there's no talking. It's very traditional Japanese in the sense of being polite and whatever. And I was sitting there like hiding the fact that I was taking pictures. I was like, please don't yell at me. Please, yeah, I just want to enjoy your sushi and show people how awesome it looks. But beyond all that, here's a question: This restaurant almost doubled their reservations by banning kids.
0: People appreciate it, right? That so or it's, that it's a smart business move. That or um, you know, maybe just in North Carolina, they've got a rampant bad-behaving child problem. <laughs> Could Probably be a disaster down there.
1: <laughs> I was just about to ask where this is located. You said North Carolina.
0: Mo- uh, Mooresville. Yeah. I don't Got know it. where Mooresville is, but it seems like five-year-old kids and younger are just, they're troublemakers up to no good.
1: <laughs> I feel like there's just an unspoken, I mean, a lot of the restaurants we eat at, there's just this, un- it must be an unspoken, like don't bring your wild child to the place because I don't, I don't- I haven't necessarily run into that issue recently. And I think we might be running into that issues. If you're dining at a Coco's or a soup plantation, for example, I love soup plantation. If you're not familiar, it's an all you can eat salad bar um, with soups and, and breadsticks. So it's not exactly the highest class place you could eat, but you know, it's delicious. The only thing I don't like about it is kids run up to my table. Like they're, they're, they're off the hinges.
0: It's a very family uh, friendly restaurant.
1: Sure. Sure. And so that's, you know though i think you should just understand the type of place you're going to so i'm i'm actually surprised that these guys doubled in reservations um but i'm not familiar with what you know what kind of food they serve what kind of restaurant they are to begin with if they were family friendly and then turned it off i could see why they would double there um just cuz that's so that's so sharp of a decision to make
0: i'd like to find the person Con, let's contact the person that's like, you know, I used to love eating at Caruso's, but there's just too many kids. I can't anymore. And find that person and see how they're doing today.
2: <laughs> uh, doesn't, exist. doesn't exist. Doesn't exist. I
0: made that person up. That's too bad. Um, all right. Well, let's see what happens. I, I'm curious to see what where this is going to lead to in terms of banning different things from restaurants. I think, Eli, that point you brought up, that really it could go in that direction. We could yeah. see more things being banned from restaurants. I'd be very curious if it leads to that. Yeah, yeah. Up next is Coachella.
1: Eli, you're Coachella. going to Co- Coachella, aren't you? I am. I am. Friday morning, I leave to the desert.
0: Is it the first yeah, time you've gone?
1: This is the second. This will be the first time I went. It was last year, actually. Um, and how and, did you like uh, it overall? You know what? Uh, I'm actually not a huge uh, live music guy. So I didn't actually have... Uh, I was gifted the tickets... Um, from a friend of mine for a birthday present. So I was like, yeah, why not? Let's go. Um, I loved it. I'll be honest with you. I loved it. Um, experiencing Ellie Golding high off of Molly is one of the best experiences. As The sun's going down, you turn around, all your friends are in the same mindset, you see a sea of people. Um, it's There's something real special about it. I'm surprised that we're about to talk about the food at Coachella, but... Um, I think that's a good segue. Let's talk well, about this. absolutely. This is, this so, is a food
2: worthy news for this yeah. podcast. Da, there,
1: uh, David. Yeah. When's David? You you've been to Coachella before, went, but it hasn't yeah. been recently.
0: I went about four years ago, yeah. okay. and I had a great time as well. Killer. I, I've been to a lot of live festivals as well, and uh, like here in Montreal and and elsewhere. And I, I just I feel like Coachella might have been, if not the, uh, then close to the best. Uh, yeah. Just outdoor concert festival experience that I've ever had. Just such good uh, performances and just such a good vibe. And obviously you can't really top the weather. And this is even considering the second part of the second day was a sandstorm. And we were all still killing it with just tons of sand in our eyes. Still having a great time. But one thing that I don't think of when I think of that festival is the food, by any means. When I was there, there were like three options, you know? Like, like there was like a, like a fry stand, there was like a sandwich, and there was a pizza, piece of pizza. And no matter what, you had to wait a good hour in line just to get one of those. Yeah. And then, as I mentioned with this, the, the aforementioned sandstorm was just destroying whatever you wanted to eat anyways. I just don't think of it as being a food festival. But it turns out things have come a long way. Yes super long way. Did you so uh, you you mentioned pizza. I think what's been a
1: staple there for a while is this place called Spicy Pie. Did you try that then?
0: Yeah, that was the one. But I didn't even have oh. it cuz I didn't want to wait an hour.
1: Oh, yeah. That, that that's what's that's the good of what's happened with the explosion of food vendors at Coachella is it's given you more options. There's more areas with more food. So you're hopefully not waiting, you know, hours to get a slice of pizza. Um, but yeah, it's not conducive I mean, you're mentioning good weather. Uh, we're really spoiled here in Southern California, so now I feel shitty saying that. Oh, it's a bit too hot. You know, it's it's no, it's really like, hot.
0: It's not just a bit too hot. It's the de- it's the middle of the desert. It's desert.
1: It's Coachella Valley. It's a desert, and it's in the probably the hot, one of the hottest parts of California. Um, and then you're position like there's some great great options on the menu Well, this this is what josh was
0: saying that i didn't even know is that it has turned into such a like a food-centric festival and i think that's super cool because uh you know food festivals themselves are insanely popular i just don't necessarily think that a food festival is the uh, sorry a, a music festival is the most conducive to being a food scene I don't think of, like, like jamming out to my favorite tunes being the time when I'm going to dive into a sloppy chili cheese fries or something.
1: For sure. Yeah. And it's, especially when you're on drugs. Like, you're not, like, you're not a – I don't know. Depending on the level of drugs you're doing, you're not – your appetite's not super high. So no, you are. There,
2: well,
1: yeah. <laughs> uh, so, it, yeah, it really depends. But, you know, sometimes I'm just in it for satiation at that point. Like, what am I going to – what's the shortest line? What's the quickest thing to eat? Cuz yeah, I have to sand-
0: because I it's important that to. I do this.
2: Yeah, but, you remember. That's it. But like just to just to touch on what both of you are saying, you're in the middle of the desert in arguably the hottest point of Southern California, plus you're probably intoxicated uh cuz you're at a music festival, there are thousands of people around you. Do you really want to be like digging into a butter chicken poutine? Do you? No. No, you don't. You want to be so like, thick. yeah. There's, although listen, listen. I'm not taking away the fact that they've come a long way in terms of what food is being presented at the festival. Like there's, waf- there's waffles on a stick, and there's like a Peruvian Sticks. burrito, and and all these things that sound amazing, <sighs> incredible, incredibly delicious. But, but at what point are you like, like huddling over to block it from? Being engulfed by sand, or at what point are you like getting a waffle cone of ice cream, and like five seconds later, it's it's melting because it's 112 degrees outside. <laughs> you know I'm I mean? a
0: horrible. I'm a horribly clumsy person. I'm 100% smashing that waffle into somebody's like somebody's the back of someone's shirt or into their chest. Like it's definitely. I'm not. I'm not finishing it. Is what I'm getting at. 100% not finishing yeah. it. Well, yeah. It's,
1: Dave, I think you went on the – I don't think every single year, just so some of your listeners aren't like, fuck, it's not always a sandstorm. It's, it's not
0: always the No, in fact, desert. when I was there, I think it was the only. It was the first time there ever had been a sandstorm. And, like, people were going right. crazy. They're like, oh, Red Hot Chili Peppers in the middle of a sandstorm. Like, they kept going. They didn't stop their set. And I was like, yeah. yeah, I was there, man, one time ever. Yeah. But if you are in the middle of the desert, the sandstorm ruins your ice cream cone. You're going to be pretty sad.
1: <laughs> sure. Sure. I'll- on the positive end, there's some great stuff that does – that is conducive to a festival. So I yeah. am happy that it isn't just hot dogs and burgers. And they're, they are treating their their customer with a bit more respect. Like the, this Peruvian burrito thing, like that Dude, sounds it, amazing.
2: It looks amazing too. As I know not a lot of people could see this. Please describe. It's, it's, yeah.
1: Oh. Are you looking at it, Josh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go. Let's do it really slow. Okay. It's jammed mm. with a quinoa rice. Tomato, sambal, avocados, a fried egg, and you could pick. You want chicken, steak, or some portobello mushrooms.
2: 40s? See, I know that you would do the same thing I would do. You would get all of those things. You're getting an yeah, egg, you, oh, two, yeah. chicken, you have to. steak, you get all portobello three.
1: mushrooms. You get all three.
0: You have to ask the question, and you've always got a big grin on your face when you're like, and how much for all three?
1: <laughs> and then you throw your MasterCard at them. And yeah.
0: they decline it. And they're like, sir, we don't accept credit cards here. It's the middle of the desert. What well, you think we have? Like, oh. No, it's cash only. Cash or check. <laughs>
2: no, but but seriously, and and a burrito is pretty good, by the way, for a festival, specifically for a festival like this, because, you know, if you're eating a burrito and the off chance that a storm does start, you have the tortilla blocking the insides of that burrito from sand. So. Burritos? Burrito okay. Festivals.
1: I don't know about this raclette cheese topped tater tots. Now.
0: That's a little... Uh, <laughs> that's extreme. Just,
1: that's that's one thing raclette, I don't like, want to see in the heat.
0: Raclette is like right, such a, cheese. like, it's like a. It's like an experience, right? You have to have, like, your little flame, your little torch with your little shovel that's got your cheese in it. And you have your bread and your meats and you fry your meats. And, like, it's a whole experience, <laughs> right? I don't yeah. want to do that at a music festival. Yeah, no. But
1: these uh, waffles on a stick—I mean, that sounds pretty portable. That—I mean, it
2: that doesn't sound that a, bad, actually.
1: It's as portable as it gets. Like, I'm not gonna eat waffles with a fork and knife at the festival, but you put it on a stick and top it with Lucky Charms.
0: And now you're I might,
1: talking. I might be game. I might. I might get into a good uh, Instagram picture with a, uh, you know, someone out there. You never know.
2: <laughs> yeah, that looks actually pretty good. I'm done with that one.
0: But I mean. What else do they have? Anything else that like is yeah, seems chicken, a horribly poutine, inappropriate? Like, yeah, so also much. horribly inappropriate for. Uh, so well, much. I don't know. Horribly inappropriate, just not. I can't imagine there's going to be many takers for those things. Yeah, probably not. not. After like the, the ice I was, cream. I was there. I was dying. I was dying of heat, and and I was hungry, and I was kind of like, I, I don't know if I could make it the rest of the day. And I turned the corner, and there was a stand with a guy that was just selling an entire half of a watermelon with a spoon. Oh. And so I was like sick. He was like, go in. And I was like, yeah, I'm going to go in. <laughs> go I might in. even get the whole melon. Like, I don't care. And it really was life-saving. And when I think of a live festival, I think of that, like the hydration, the sustenance. I don't think of like, I'm there for the music and that experience. I don't think of it as like, I'm going to really go on a culinary expedition here and try and really expand my palate.
1: Yeah. What's, what's crazy is how huge of a business it's become at these festivals the food portion i mean these there's a forgive me cuz I, I don't know the name but there's a popsicle vendor that has it's these little push carts and they're throughout the festival now and it's one company it's a it's a family owned company they can make upwards of a quarter to half million dollars selling popsicles <laughs> over the three over the three weekend tour so Coachella spans two weekends and then they have stagecoach which is a country <laughs> festival and those three days with those hundreds of thousands of people, and you, you tap into popsicles being the satiating thing that you're talking about, Dave. It's a quarter million to half million dollar revenue potential there.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, it's a really hard thing to get into Coachella on the food, yeah. like they're doing a really That's what good I was gonna job. Ask. Yeah, yeah, we can't just tomorrow create a booth. I mean, they they're doing their research on. You know, who's going to be there? Who's already making waves? And who would we want? Like, so they curate the experience better and better every year. Um, And that's why you have really newsworthy people like Bad Mash and you have...
2: uh, Well, uh, shout out to your boys over at uh, at After's Ice Cream. They yeah they're, they're they've been going there for a few a few years at this point i think right yeah
1: they, they, you have afters ice cream now they have a concept called pig pen delicacy which is a burger joint but heavy focused on the pig obviously the bacon um you have fritzy coop um they also their co-owners in uh this waffle joint the sweet comb comforts sweet comforts is a cute alliteration um adorable where they're yeah, they're doing the waffles on a stick. So it's a, I mean, it's a, it's a money-making opportunity well, the, because people, people
0: are trapped there. They have no options. Mm-hmm. They can't go anywhere exactly. else. And you can't exactly. bring anything in. You can't like, you can't pack a lunch and go to Coachella. They're taking your lunch and they're throwing it in the garbage. No
2: brown yep. baggers.
1: No, nope, no, nope, no. Nope. And yeah, I think it's wild. So as much fun as we make, they have. There is a really cool experience where if you just want to get away from the music for a bit, you can go sit. They have a really cool beer garden area.
0: And See, that's cool. They picked... didn't have that when I was there. It was really like finding a place to get comfortable was nearly impossible. And I imagine that's something that they had to improve upon.
1: Sure, sure. Especially as they extended the festival, made it longer, provided the second weekend. Yeah, there has to be a certain level of comfort. And with comfort comes that food. So um, uh, overall, you know, as cynical as we started out on it, I still think... Um, it's it's better than not that cool. they have dope
0: food. Yeah, cl- absolutely, and clearly they're they're killing it. Um, yep. You can see that it's it's a successful festival. Well, please mm-hmm. uh, do us a favor, Eli, mm-hmm. and uh, let us know the best things you've had when you go. Okay.
2: I will. I'll let yeah. You. Also uh, follow Eli on social medias. It's a book of Eli. Book of Eli with an E at the yep. end and of don't, it. And don't forget L-I-E. the don't
0: forget the at sign. Really important. He needed that at sign. You won't find me. (laughs) You won't find him otherwise.
2: (laughs) But uh, I'm I'm sure we'll be able to keep up with all your festivities and obviously follow Food Beast uh, account for your uh, daily deliciousness because that happens every single day. Yes. And that
0: that brings us to our dumb food item of the day. Is this really dumb, though? This is uh, this is one restaurant that's doing this right now, but there are other, or sorry, rather, bar that's doing this right now. There are other bars that do this from time to time. This is an alcoholic capri 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 sun capri sun. Yep. Uh, this is an alcoholic beverage that is a throwback to your childhood. Uh, it comes in a in a sack with a straw. And it's all your f- 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 favorite fruit punch fruit punch yeah, flavors, it, but it with liquor. It looks like
2: a Capri Sun, and it, but oversized, and it can house anything. So basically what it is, is if you're getting one of those fancy, trendy, uh, organic, uh, vegan, insert, trendy food name here, protein powder from your local whatever, and you empty it, and then you fill it with, with liquid, that's what this is. That's why I think it's stupid. I'm actually quite upset you. about it. Well, and it's a it's not even a real pouch. It's a it's it's a Ziploc bag.
1: So and I've had this. So I've had this. I haven't had it at this restaurant, but I had one in, in Dallas. And they, they called it a, Cap, a adult Capri Sun there. What? I ordered it. There's nothing to, to harp on on the drink. It's a delicious tasting drink. Um, and they had a series of them. But what, all they do is is take a Ziploc bag and then they zip tie it again at the one I went to. So they do puncture it. But they zip tie the whole thing, so you don't there, spill it. You don't spill it. It's, very, it's a very patronizing drink. Um, but, it's patronizing.
0: Uh, we used to call those sip sacks. By the way, well, they're, what they're sip doing sacks. is there, and and see, it's a sip sack, and the whole point of Capri Sun is that you gotta shank the sack. If you don't, yeah. if you don't shank the sack, then what's it worth? Nothing, in point? my opinion. What's and, an unshanked sack? <laughs> an unshanked sack. Listen, I, I think that uh, you know. Uh, there are companies, products, brands that do very well harping on uh, our nostalgia, and I'm a huge fan of what is retro, and a Capri Sun is very retro, even though it is still sold uh, to this day in grocery stores. I don't normally drink it, so it's not something that I regularly provide myself, the, an experience I provide myself with. Um, so I, I like the idea on paper. I think that's what it comes down to. I like it on paper.
2: Wait, there's more to this than just uh, being an overgrown alcoholic's uh, Capri Sun. There's glowing LED lights that are being put into the drink to make it more like, I guess, adult (laughs) club-like. I feel like I could just, I I could fit, like,
0: actually just watched Eli get, like, physically angrier. Yeah, I'm (laughs) Uh (laughs) I'm getting, I'm getting,
1: I'm getting ill just thinking about this. I just think, like, if I see another adult across the way from me at a cocktail bar drinking (laughs) something out of a Capri Sun looking couch that doesn't actually, that is ziplocked up and there's a glowing ice cube in it, go. Go swallow the whole ice cube because it's not edible. <laughs> <laughs> it's 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 not good. When I first saw the headline, I was afraid that this was actually a product that Capri Sun was going to put out, and that was going to scare the shit out of me. Because if it be if it gains ubiquity and gains traction as this product that you can buy and sip, you ruin my public drinking experience because I normally have to. Because it's illegal. Is it legal in Canada to drink in the streets?
0: I mean, it's no. frowned upon, but as long as you yeah. got a paper bag, like they won't really, they don't really care.
1: Really, that's amazing. Yeah. Here, it's very, it's not only frowned upon, it's illegal. So yeah, You cannot you can drink in the states. Yeah. Um, and so, but but I normally will flask up my Capri Sun, so I'll poke the hole a bit bigger, pour a bit of vodka in there. Now I can walk oh, anywhere smart. I want. My my Disneyland. That's trips, really cool. My, um, so I, so I do not want them to
0: cramp your style. <laughs> no,
1: no, <laughs> that's, man. That's, that's why you're it comes upset down about to. this. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I'm My petty, public petty intoxication shit. is very important <laughs> And if they yeah. take that away from me We've got a problem I'm a petty guy and that will
2: piss me <laughs> off Yo, I, I'm just throwing this out there would love to get wasted by drinking Capri Suns At Disneyland with you just Put that I'm on by. the yeah, Did I you get your Disneyland it? pass yet? No, it's not yet
0: Come on, I'm so envious right now that I'm on the other side of the world Like, fuck you guys, I really want to go get <laughs> wasted At Disneyland with you I, I, mean, I think
2: I think it's pretty safe to say that this, although yeah, in, in, or smart. In, in in concept, might be a bit smart. In in practice, it's pretty.
0: Free they and might stupid. be ruining it for the rest of us. And they're, they're definitely crushing. Like no shank sack. I'm not interested. I think that Capri yeah. Sun, it's sure. it's perfect the way it is. Don't fix don't fix what's not broken.
1: And primarily, they're cramping my style, cramping Eli yeah. style, cramping it. That's why this should be taken off the market.
0: Yeah. yeah very Let the man drink in public, for fuck's sakes. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Well, that brings us to the end of this week's episode of The Menu Podcast. (laughs) Boy, did I have a fun time with you guys. Evolution. yeah Eli this thanks was, for
2: being a guest man appreciate thank that you, thank you guys for having I, me this is a you lot are of welcome
0: fun. anytime uh once again if you haven't already done so friends uh follow at uh, book of Eli on all the things at food Ooh. beast on all the things yes. make sure to go to foodbeast.com for all sorts of food news uh they make a great great website over there that you should check out um thanks to all thank of our you. listeners as always you can watch this podcast live on twitch.tv slash liquor sauce we upload the video version to youtube.com slash the josh elkin and of course you could listen with your ear holes on soundcloud.com slash the menu podcast and now that i've said so many different things that you need to do uh, we're going to let you go so that you start doing them because you have homework now